And hello, welcome to this week's edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Thursday, December 7th. We do this show by the Laurel Park Paddock. I'm Stan Salter, Ty Ellis, Dave Rodman. A little loud here uh, this morning for the show. It sounds like they're putting a new roof on the paddock just in time for winter time. Winter racing right around the corner here. Get a, got a little chilly this week here at Laurel Park. Well, it's a good sound. A lot of renovations continuing here at Laurel Park, and we've got to take care of the historic paddock here at Laurel Park. I'll call it the Ben's Cat Paddock. How's that, okay? Yes, yes. Uh, so a new roof uh, going on. They've been working on it the last couple of weeks. So if you hear some banging sounds, uh, that's uh, not one of our compadres uh, rooting for a horse. <laughs> somewhere banging on the tv it's uh, it's a new roof i had a couple of days off sunday <laughs> and monday before i left they hit the pick six on saturday for a little over fourteen thousand. you guys uh, have any big scores sunday and monday while i was gone ty i like the horse of monogahela we're going to touch okay. on uh, him a little bit but i was keen on that horse and uh, i gave him out to a couple people you feel good when you do that yeah nice impressive uh, winner of that three other than allowance race we had on monday we'll show you that when we get to the local recap later on in the show, four exciting races last week from Laurel Park, and uh, we have four exciting races coming up this Saturday at Laurel Park. The two Maryland Juvenile Championship races, one for the boys, one for the Phillies. There, those races shaping up to be exciting, and two big fields in the Howard Bender and the Willer on the move. Yeah, and good news, well, on the move, Ms. Locust Point was pointing for New York or here, and this morning I read she's coming here. So hey, this is a really competitive group of runners in our uh, two two-year-old stakes and also some older horses as well and our others. You All touched right. on Miss Locust Point. Yeah. I can't wait to see that Philly run here. Yeah, she yeah. loves Laurel. She's yeah, one she, for one. She was entered here uh, a while back, but Scratch ran that day up at Parks and, and aired that day coming in here. It should be a, uh, a, a good day. All right, well, let's get right to it here. Uh, for the local preview, four stake races this Saturday. is going to be an exciting day. We have the $10,000 Maryland Jockey Club Giving Tree, the calendar giveaway. So exciting day of action this Saturday. Let's start with race four. Race four Saturday will be the first of four stake races that will also kick off that 20-cent rainbow pick six. Race four is the Maryland Juvenile Fraternity, $100,000 stake, four two-year-olds going seven furlongs on the main track and well let's show you what clever mind did in his debut performance october 21st here at laurel park this was in the maryland million uh yes yeah, the maryland million nursery for two-year-olds in his debut clever mind comes from dead last with nick warriors aboard gets up to win at seven to one for grand motion it's a talented two-year-old now he's going to try for two for two this Saturday here at Laurel. Yeah, his debut run, he was a maiden against winners in the Maryland Million Nursery, broke a beat slow from the gate. And when you're a first-time starter going against winners and you can make a rally like that wide on the outside, getting your act together late and getting your mind out in business, looks like he's a nice, nice colt there. A tie for a Graham motion. Yeah, first time starter. You mentioned it drew the rail last time in the Maryland Million Nursery and, and, and broke slow and swept the field. Finished second to uh, or finished first beat Jamaica Don, who's going to be in this race also. Uh, going to draw down the five posts. I'm going to go with the, uh, the the Rodney Jenkins horse in here, Cord Maker. Rodney Jenkins, I'm hoping for a big day for him. He's got Shimmering Aspen. This horse has been backed well at the windows uh, all three times. Finished second in a good allowance race last time. I look for this horse to improve. Uh, 
Clever Mind was definitely imp impressive. First time Graham motion. Yep. Uh, I think the race could probably going to come down to Cordmaker and Clever Mind, uh, but still having fun. An impressive maiden winner for Timmy Keefe. Uh, could be uh, a bit of a price underneath. Cordmaker's got some seasoning under his belt. He's had three runs, a change of equipment coming on. Cordmaker in the Maryland Juvenile Futurity. Rodney Jenkins adding the blinkers. Blinkers on. So uh, Clever Mind is going to be your likely favorite. Clever Mind will get first-time Lasix after winning the Maryland Million Nursery. Gets first-time Lasix here this Saturday. Edgar Prado to ride Clever Mind, two-year-old Colt by Buffum, bred by Sycamore Hall, third Reds LLC here and Maryland, and uh, you mentioned uh, the t equipment change with Cordmaker. Blinkers on Cordmaker. Cordmaker, one of two curling Colts here in the race. Let's see, am I missing any others? Yeah, only two two mm -hmm. curling Colts here. Cordmaker, uh, yeah, the, the experience and the seasoning should pay off. A good second last out going a mile, but how about the other curling horse in here? Whirling Curlin, a big 23-1 to 1 upset winner in the Christopher Elzer here at Laurel Park. Jevion Toledo will ride for Gary Capuano. So homebred for Marathon Farms. They've been on a roll recently. Sky's the limit maybe here for Whirling Curlin. It's kind of a quick run back for him. Yep. But, uh, you know, that that's the question. Will he be able to handle a quick turnaround? Just one here in the Elzer. Restricted stake on November 25th at a 23-1 to 1 upset. Others have had a little more time off and some works in between. So two-year-old coming back quickly for Gary Cap. Uh, there's another horse toward the inside still having fun. That was a little bit reminiscent of Clever Mines uh, win there uh, in the Marathon. Maryland Million Nursery still having fun for the Tim Keefe barn. He broke a bit slow, but a relentless rally uh, on the outside to get up as a mild upsetter there uh, in his debut run on November 17th. All right, so a talented field of Maryland bred two-year-olds here in the Maryland Juvenile Fraternity for 100,000th race four this Saturday here at Laurel to kick off the 20-cent rainbow pick six. Let's take a look at the Philly division for the Maryland Juvenile Championships. That's gonna be race seven on Saturday, $100,000 for two-year-old Phillies going seven furlongs on the main track. And we'll let's show you the other Maryland Million two-year-old winner from October 21st. Limited view, didn't break very well, but she made, made that up uh, around the far turn. She had a big rally, wide rally, and here she comes in the stretch with Edgar Prado aboard for John Salzman Jr. She'll be one of your likely favorites here this Saturday, limited view. Uh, she's been a work in progress, hasn't she, since the beginning of her career. You know, they had some issues up her, uh, with Saratoga. They had to scratch her in a stakes race up there because of her behavior. She's sitting yeah. in the paddock. Uh, she's settled down a little bit. And, uh, one, you know, once she gets her act completely together, uh, you know, when she does have her mind on business, she has her act together now. Uh, she's a tough, tough filly. Coming from off the pace to that Bro time. Broke a little slow is a, a understatement yep. with that horse did. I yep. think she lost probably 10 lengths at the start of that race. Yep. Uh, if she gets a good break, yeah, I mean, she'll still probably sit back of the pack or maybe a little bit more forward place. She's probably a five or six lengths better than what she showed that last race. Uh, Margie's money, who was kind of taking all the other money in that in that same race that limited view was in in the Maryland Million. Lassie drew the three hole in here. Hugh McMahon, Carol Sedano gets the ride to the mount. Uh, this time coming off a bit of a layoff. Uh, speed and faded in that Lassie. I'm hoping that uh, maybe she just needed a little bit of a break and, and the, the rest will do her a little bit of good too. All right, so a big field here in the Maryland Juvenile Philly Championships. 11 Phillies here in this race. We caught up with trainer John Salzman Jr. this morning here at Laurel Park talking about his Freedom Child Philly Limited View, one of your likely favorites in the Juvenile Philly Championship. Here's what Salzman had to say. She's doing super. Um, 
we're getting a little further away than I would want to be because we're having trouble keeping her. You know, she's getting, she's really sharp right now. But we've had her to the gate four or five times, and we've had no issues over there. So hopefully that was just a one-time thing. I still don't know exactly what happened, but uh, she's doing super. She's worked perfectly. Edgar's been on her every time she's worked. Everything's so far knock on wood is good. With her vers versatility, where would you like? What kind of trip? Okay, there's trainer John Salzman Jr. talking about limited view, and uh, he was referring to her getting left at the gate in the Maryland Million uh, 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 Lassie when she won that at, at, at with uh, Edgar Prado aboard. But uh, talking to him, uh, Prado knows this filly, and uh, you know Salzman said she likes to have a target to run at, but if she breaks sharp. You know, Saul's going to be happy to see her up there in the front flight uh, early on in this race. Yeah, well, now we know she doesn't need the lead, that's right. for sure. So uh, she's going to give a good accounting for herself. But a very deep field of young fillies in here, 86 Mets in the Kelly Ribley barn. Uh, it comes back uh, to comes back to the main track here at Laurel after a third-place finish on a race that was taken off the turf on November 10th, her last start behind Layla Noor. That filly ran well in New York this past weekend for our Nodella course. Right. So I would think you'd have to give a couple of extra points to 86 Mets, uh, breaking toward the outside and are leaving, leading jockey heavy on Toledo. That, uh, yeah, Kelly Rubley, uh, she'll be tough. Another fair hill. Shipper will be the 10 for Shat for trainer Graham Motion, two-year-old filly by El Padrino. She put it all together in her second career start when they added the Lasix. That was an impressive win in the mud November 6th here at Laurel. Got a 62 buyer in that win. Uh, tie so uh, Graham's gonna have the favorite in the boy division and he'll have a little bit of a upset shot here with Frigette in the girl division. Yeah, far outside horse also steamy hot I'm gonna give a bit of a price Mary Epler the horse won by 14 lengths it was a maiden claiming or, or waiver maiden claiming race but whenever you see multiple uh, uh, especially a 14 length margin yep. I think that horse has room to improve and might be able to with the draw that outside pop the gates and and kind of control the pace from the outside. Yeah, I got to echo Ty's feelings there on her maiden win for 40,000, a 14 length win. You can toss her debut run where she wasn't acting correctly, stepped slow, rushed up four to five wide, in a way a little bit like limited view. She's just learning, getting her mind on business. And uh, that was a really a turnaround race there. And nobody took her for the $40,000. Of course, it's a lot of money to, to claim a filly there. But uh, so she's coming back, hoping to win a stake right off the bat after the high level maiden claiming win and uh well, talking about upset sh uh, potentials here in the philly championship trainer mike trombetta one of our leading trainers this fall here and all the time here in maryland he has an upset shot here with number of the stars number seven here in this 11 horse field two-year-old philly by great r she had a nice debut win here at laurel park against maiden 40 then she regressed a little bit against allowance company if she gets back to the effort we saw with her debut win and maybe improve from there she could be a factor forest boys back on her today here's what trainer mike trombetta has to say about number of the stars a long shot saturday here at laurel she's doing well um she probably lacks a little bit of experience, but uh, she's certainly worth a try at this. You know, with a big field like this, what would be your best kind of trip to see her get? Well, you know, I'll have to watch the track that day, but uh, certainly, you know, these wintry tracks, you don't want to rush them along a little bit. They can be a little tiring. So uh, we'll just let her find her way and see what she can do. All right, so John Better there with an upset.
uh, shot with number of the stars. Good looking debut, and then she uh, went the other way against Allowance Company, hoping for a better effort today here uh, in, in this race. Yeah, the favorite in the race was Hey Nikki, who beat her by four lengths, and the short comment was getting out at the 516, so maybe a little bit of an equipment change to kind of get her more of on a, a straight course here. There's a lot of fillies who have upside potential in here uh, in, the, uh, in the Philly champ. All right, so uh, some talented Maryland breads for the two Maryland Juvenile Championship races this Saturday here at Laurel Park. Looking forward to them. A couple other stakes as well this Saturday. The Howard M. Bender Memorial, $75,000 stake for three-year-olds. Maryland bred, Maryland sired, going six furlongs on the main track. Big field here in the Howard Bender. Attracted 12, uh, 12 in this race. And let's take a look here. Uh, at well, you're likely well one of your likely favors. If there's a fast early pace, you know it's going to set it up for the 10 rocking on by. Let's show you his effort uh, last out here at Laurel Park. A good second, uh, a good second. He's uh, been second 19 times here uh, overall, nine times here at Laurel Park. He hasn't win, hasn't won in a while. He's made a bunch of money for trainer Steve Casey. Here's his race. Uh, here's his last race. Uh, when he was second back on uh, November 12th here against Allowance Company at Laurel. 19 times second, and he's earned close to half a million dollars. Imagine if you could have turned a couple of those around. He'd be close to a million in earnings, earnings right now. Yep. Very solid, honest horse he is. He's going to need a good pace to run to. But he should get it uh, in the bender. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the horse. I'll probably leave him off any of my tickets, but I do like uh, probably going to get a nice setup. You're going to get Lewis Field that's going to show a little bit of speed. Uh, there, there's just going to be there's when, when you get these big fields as a 12 horse field, you're naturally going to get some some early front front running speed to run yeah. after. So I do like the race setup that uh, uh, Rockin' on by should get. All right, six year olds made almost half million dollars. We'll see if Rockin' on by can get there in the Howard Bender. It's the journey going to be uh, probably in front turner for home. He didn't he didn't like the track down there at Keeneland in the Grade Two Phoenix last out. I think we can give him an excuse from that race. We caught up with Trombetta talking about It's the Journey. Here's what he had to say about that last race at Keeneland and how It's the Journey is doing coming into the race Saturday. Journey's good. He's pretty fresh. Um, we took him to Keeneland and ran him, and he didn't seem to like the surface very much. Um, so, you know, he's been training well here, breezing well, and I think he's coming to this in pretty good fashion. He has some early speed, but he likes to have a nice stalking trip, too. What kind of trip do you think he'll get? Yeah, he's handy. If he breaks well, he can be wherever Julian's going to want to put him. So, you know, he, he could find himself on the front, or he could find himself just laying off the speed. So he'll dictate that once we get started. All right, Pimentel's had a couple wins on the four-year-old Maryland bred. It's the journey. I think just draw a line for that race down there at Keeneland last out. He loves his track here at Laurel Park. He's a five-time winner, nine for 13 in the money overall. Yeah, he didn't like the Keeneland surface perhaps, but uh, I think he'll like the company here at Laurel on Saturday afternoon coming back against uh, Maryland bred types. It's the journey. Loves this track. I love what uh, Trombetta said. He said handy. I think yeah. that makes it so easy for a jockey. It, it kind of takes a lot of, uh, you know, the guessing game out of what you want to do when the brakes. If it breaks well, then go to the front. This horse does have fantastic tactical speed. 
uh, and looks to control the pace. But I do like if, if the horse breaks a little slow, Pimentel might take him back a little bit and, and make one big run. But um, when, a, when a trainer says handy, I kind of always perks my ears up that says the, the horse can pretty much do anything. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Are we are we forgetting about a real long shot in here? I just kind of talk show man. I know he looks like he's a turf horse, but yep. as hot as Hammy Smith is right now, he's just doing nothing wrong. Ham Smith Barn having a really good fall session here at Laurel Park. And so I forget he's won on the dirt before. Yep. Uh, you know, just ton of a lark in there. I, I don't know if he'll be sharp enough to go three quarters of a mile after those. Uh, route races coming off third place finish in the Maryland Million Turf. He's obviously a, a turf specialist, but he's he's also a main track winner too, dirt winner. Yeah, it's a talk show man in there for Hammy Smith, trainer Gary Capuano. He's been red hot recently. He has three runners in here, including Showalter, a homebred for Marathon Farms, an impressive winner last out against two other than Allowance Company. You look Showalter in the eye, and he's always dead game. Gary Capuano with a good shot here in this race with three runners. Again, another quick turnaround run there for Gary Cap, just like Whirl and Curl, and he just right. won like eight days ago, right? Showalter, the first yep. of December, and yeah, he's coming back in a, about a week plus rest. Struth. I'm going to throw Struth in. The horse, uh, I'm not sure what the price is going to be. I think you're going to get a good price, but this horse finished second to Blue Moon Ace in the uh, coalition up at Timonium. Yep. Got a bit of a break. Uh, didn't run well on the good track last time at Parks, uh, but if this horse can run back, has been running competitive races in open stakes company, uh, won in open stakes at Delaware, I think uh, Struth is, is going to be a, a major horse to look at, and I think you're going to get a good price, especially with Carol McGee training. Yep. All right, so nice big 12-horse field. Maryland bred, Maryland side horses in the Howard Bender. Let's take a look at the fourth uh, stake race of the day here Saturday at Laurel Park. Race six will kick off the late pick four. It's also the Willow on the move stakes. Philly and Marriage three and up, $100,000 stake going six furlongs. Let's show you Shimmering Aspen's last win here at Laurel Park. This was back in August in the Twix stakes here for Shimmering Aspen. A powerful win going seven furlongs. Got a 97 Buyer speed figure. That was her lifetime best. She's a five-time winner here at Laurel Park. She's trying to get back in good form. She didn't run very well in the grade three Charlestown Oaks at Charlestown. They gave her a little time time off. She was the beaten favorite last out in the safely cap. And I remember talking to some people that day. She looked very good there winning that race in the Twix. But I remember talking about the safely cap. That was probably the toughest race she'd ever ran, ran in, uh, the safely cap. Burn your love were two very accomplished Philly and Mares in there. Uh, so now she may be, uh, now now she's trying to get back in good form here. She's going against uh, open company here in the Willow on the move, so it's another tough test for her. Made a move on the turn, loomed like she was going to do something, kind of flattened out, and then Byrne comes charging in the middle of the track to score the victory in the safely cap. So uh, going back old school, shortening up six furlongs here is Rodney Jenkins on Shimmering Aspen. Can she get back to the form is the main question. I, I don't know. Uh, this is a tough spot for her again. I mean, I don't know if it's as tough as the safely kept stakes was, but uh, you've got my magician, four-time winner at Laurel, um, line of best fit, a two-time winner who was uh, third behind Songbird in the uh, Delaware Handicap back this past summer, now moving to Claudio Gonzalez's barn. And, Ty, you mentioned Ms. Locust Point. Yeah, uh, Ms. Locust Point. I picked... Uh, they, she was entered, uh, cross header, but she was entered in the safe with Clapton. and I actually picked Linus Locust Point on top that day. Uh, she, she scratched one of the parks and aired one by three lengths in a second level allowance. Uh, this con these connections were really, really high on this filly at one time. Brought her down to Gulfstream for their winter championship meet for the forward gal. Um, so I'm not t jumping off her. I'm going to put Miss Locust Point on top. 
Uh, I do think it came up a little bit softer than the safely kept. There were four or five horses in that race that were really, really good, uh, including the winner, Burn. But Shimmering Aspen is going to be tough. Uh, Ivy Bell is an interesting horse. Yeah. Uh, the shipper coming in from Churchill uh, finished second in a grade three to Chicago up at Churchill Downs. This horse has some good back class. If you look through the forms, went pretty easily uh, in some, some other tougher races. So I think Ivy Bell could be a surprise. Uh, for connections that don't run a lot of horses here. Second to Finley's Lucky Charm catches the eye there in a grade three at Churchill uh, this uh, past summer. Absolutely, um, Charlton Charlie Baker sending this one down from New York. Um, this this filly uh, beat my magician, who I consider is one of the contenders in the Willa on the Move on Saturday afternoon. I tell you, Shimmering Aspen, she's got to really come back to that 97 buyer figure the race was showed there to win. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you mentioned absolutely a perfect three for three record here at Laurel Park for Charlton Baker. Let's get a well. Now let's talk about a couple uh, other big races. That was the four stake races this Saturday here at Laurel Park. And if you're out here, you can watch all the simulcast action as well there's a grade one out there at los alamitos race course uh this saturday uh race three out there at los al talk us through it uh ty i think uh i don't want to knock the race at all these are grade ones but i think our maryland uh juvenile philly races could uh a couple of them could compete in here it came up a little light five horses in both of them but we're going to start with the futurity uh salamini from bob baffert barn zayat stables uh finished second in the breeders cup juvenile uh, right behind Good Magic was on the inside of a, 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 a racetrack that really was not playing. The, the speed was dead pretty much at Del Mar all Breeders' Cup weekend, and that's where uh, he got stuck the, that, that trip and uh, ran, still ran a good second to Good Magic. All right, Beth Bafford with two runners in there, also McKenzie in there. Uh, Dave, a two-year-old Colt by Street Sense, got a 90, 99 buyer when he won by mm. five and a half in debut at Santa Anita. Yeah, well, I saw this race in the press box uh, one evening after our local card, and uh, Keith Fustel, Aquabase, your uh, handicapping partner, watched it, and we turned to each other and we said, Derby winner. McKenzie. Well, you know, well, what kind of derby is he going to win? I don't know. But right. uh, then we didn't know he ran a 99 <laughs> buyer figure. So uh, obviously weren't any geniuses in seeing uh, a rising star here. Uh, obviously too early to tell anything about uh, about next year. But if he does win this race, there'll be more buzz about him for sure. A street sense Colt, ultra impressive. You really have to see the race to, to understand how easy he won. I mean, he's he's got to be. He's got to be favored in here. Yep. All right. So uh, nice, uh, nice edition of the Grade One Los Alamitos Cash Call Fraternity. Also out there, they have the Grade One Starlet for two-year-old fillies out there, and uh, some nice fillies in this race. Peter Miller, Bob Baffert, Doug O'Neill. You gotta have some runners to be out there at Los Al uh, this Saturday. I think you gotta look no further than War Heroine, the, the Peter Miller horse who won by uh, almost seven lengths in in uh, her debut. Uh, Dream Team, Bob Baffert's got another horse. Doug O'Neill's got a horse in here. Uh, short field, but really competitive. And um, I, Peter Miller, I think, uh, has has the, the, the most likely horse to win, War Heroin. But anything can happen in these five, five, for five horse fields. Well, it's a mile and a 16th, you know, and the young fillies, you know, which one does have, some of them have experience at, at longer races, particularly outside yesterday's news, but that longer race, uh, the longer race efforts were on the grass. This All right. is on the dirt. So a couple nice grade ones out there on the West Coast. Let's get a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll show you a couple big grade ones from Aqueduct this past weekend. Also, four local winners that caught our attention this past weekend at Laurel Park, right after this. At ExpressBet, we celebrate the champions who make horse racing great. 
That's why we provide more ways to bet from more places than ever. We've built an entire family of brands to support horse racing, to give players more of the rewards they deserve, give bettors the information they need to win, and provide a community for horse bettors. Because the best way to support the champions of horse racing is to champion horse racing. Express Bet. We are racing. Okay, welcome back here. Ty Ellis, Dave Robbins, Stan Salter, Laurel Park Weekly. New edition here Thursday. It's uh, Thursday. No, uh, no, it's not November uh, 7th. What's the date today, guys? It's December close. 7th. All right. Uh, December 7th. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong date here on my sheet. But let's show you a couple grade ones from Aqueduct last Saturday up there. Sharp Azteca, an impressive winner in the Cigar Mile at Aqueduct. Going off as favorite under Javier Castellano. And... Uh, Practical joke, got a lot of attention in there. Uh, was lagging well behind early and did get up for third as the second choice, but there was a no doubt about it winner, sharp as tech, as sharp as can be uh, in the cigar mile grade one there for Ivan Rodriguez's owner and George Navarro, and perhaps we'll see him in the Pegasus World Byard, Cup. Byard at 115. The only question is, Will he like the mile and an eighth at the Pegasus? That's what I'm thinking. They're probably going to take this horse next. That was impressive. I don't think, uh, I mean, this one-turn mile is, is perfect for this horse, but a stretch out in the Pegasus down at our sister track, Goldstream, uh, is probably on the horizon for this sharp-looking. It came back, I believe, a little cut, I read, uh, uh, out of the race, but it, it looks like it's going to be, he's gonna be, he'll be okay and uh, may per perhaps a Pegasus. Okay. All right, another big race up there at the Big A Saturday, the Remsen for two-year-olds, Catholic boys making a lot of noise up there in New York. Here's what he did Saturday in the Remsen. Uh, Remsen, there's Catholic boy circled, and, uh, well, he's not just a turf horse anymore. Uh, as he sits off the pace, well relaxed, three wide upper stretch, drawing clear for the victory under Manny Franco for owner Robert LaPenta. Uh, familiar burgundy colors there, and trainer Jonathan Thomas drawing away uh, in the Remsen Stakes. What would you think of that? That guy. <laughs> that was impressive. You got a four to one on the horse, I think, because uh, that was the first start on the dirt. But mm -hmm. uh, in a barn that that really, you know, you, you don't. They're not the Chad Browns or the Pletchers up there, Jonathan Thomas. So you got a, a good price on Catholic Boy and Robert Lepentive. He's got a lot of good runners. They do a good job with their uh, their operation. Yep. All right. Well, that was uh, that was last Saturday up there in Aqueduct. A couple nice Grade One winners. Congratulations to those connections. Let's show you a couple. Let's show you four local horses that caught our attention this past weekend here at Laurel Park. Let's go to last Friday, December first, here at Laurel Park, and trainer Graham Motion with a couple nice fillies in race four last Friday. Let's show you Marab's win, two-year-old filly by Tisnow. Out of the mayor, B-Sharp Sonata, who we remember from around here. B-Sharp Sonata won two grade twos, made, o made almost 600000 And it looks like she has a nice filly here. Marab wins in her second career starter. First time on the main track. A lot going on in this race. Uh, motion ran 1-2. And I think the entry was favored par mostly because of the horse that ran second there behind Marab. And that was uh, Safwa, who was a half-sister to Always Dreaming. Right. So because of that pedigree, uh, and you got two for one, Mirab out of a really, really nice mare as well. Their B-sharp Sonata, if you remember that, Philly by Pulpit. Uh, really professional, uh, wide the entire way, eager the entire way, uh, and, and certainly uh, it looks like she's going to be okay. Motion says it looks like he'll keep her 
here at Laurel Park, at least for the time being. Right. Uh, maybe not get into too many deep waters uh, this winter at Gulfstream. But you never know. She could improve. The buyer yeah, came back a, a little slow. It was a yeah. low 60 buyer, but certainly passed the eye test. I mean, the horse well. was went running away in a big field. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see where he points this horse next. Yeah, past the eye test and the wide trip and the whole, the, you know, a lot of a lot of poss possibilities for her uh, down the road. But you know, don't do the jumping into too many deep waters right now. Let her grow up, and uh, next year could be a big one for Mirab. All right, so that was an impressive winner last Friday. Let's show you the Maryland bred from last Saturday. She rolls, been on a roll recently. For trainer John Hartzell, hit it one time with the video, fellows. Let's see this four-year-old filly by Frisian Fire. She rolls with the Hall of Famer Edgar Prado aboard. Tiger Eyes was looking for six in a row, but she rolls was just too tough. She's consistent, 5-19 and 19 now lifetime, two seconds and two-thirds. And who's aboard but Edgar Prado. Let's keep that count on Prado, 6,984, headed to 7,000 career victories. I uh, just kind of sat on her, let her do her thing, and a sharp effort, gate to wire, tiger eyes. Uh, well, arguably could have made it closer, and she gotten out of the gate in good fashion. She broke a little bit slow uh, in her search for, I believe it was, she was going for, what, six in a row, Stan, yeah, right, yeah. the runner-up. But she rolls uh, good going, John Hartzell for Sandy Valley Farm. Did you have that one, Ty? I don't no, I don't think I I played that race. All right, all right, all right. I I think I had she, I had she I rolled you on top race. over the uh, the Maya's eyes. One one, one exact uh, at least I hit for the weekend. I missed, so I was off Sunday and Monday. And it looks like Tim Ritchie had a nice debut winner last Sunday here. Race four, Captain Scotty in his debut. Final time here, one oh nine and change. If we have the video, one time hit it for Captain Scotty, fellows. There we go. What did you, th you guys think of this win Sunday? I thought it was an, uh, a sharp, sharp effort. Uh, four to one, a little bit of a kept secret. Didn't get uh, that much play at the window. Late in the game, Andrew Wolf's on aboard. Always beware when Richie comes to town. He doesn't come to town that often. Fast time here for this uh, horse's uh, debut performance. 85 Bayard. Yeah, so that's a good first-time starter here yeah. at Laurel. Had been uh, working up at Delaware, so that's where I think might have got lost in the translation, and, and the horse 4-1 uh, to one was, was pretty much a steal there. Yeah. I'll give you a horse to play next time out of that race. Evil Monkey, who did get early money and got late money, was the favorite in the race. Ducked in at the start, a little uh, slow to begin, and I, I just think kind of got lost in the shuffle there early in the game and ran into uh, what looks to be a a good colt. All right, so that was last Sunday there with Captain Scotty. Keep your eye on him. Saratoga Bob, a good second. Keep your eye on him as well. Last Monday, we had a three other than allowance race going long on the main track, and trainer Kelly Rubley and Gunpowder Farms, they had a, a live runner here at 6-1, to one, Monica Hewlett. I say the name right, Dave? Now I'm not really sure because uh, we asked Ty. And Monongahela. Monongahela. Less, less me, more video, guys. <laughs> no one wants to see me. Hit the video. There we go. Whatever you call him, he was the uh, he was a six horse, I think, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah Dana Whitney, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, this horse was in a drive at past about the eight three eights pole, and and I was big on the horse. I uh, singled the horse in all my exotics, and I didn't think the horse was going to come home. But uh, good good ride by Dana Whitney, and good good uh, training job by uh, Kelly Rubley. A willing winner there, five of ten this year for Monongahela. All right, fourteen dollar winner there. That's it. We're out of time. Big, uh, big weekend coming up here this Saturday. The t the Giving Tree. If we have it, let's show you what's going on this Saturday with the ten thousand dollar Giving Tree and the Maryland Jockey Club calendar giveaway. 
to win a chance uh, to choose a wrapped gift from under the tree, including flat screens, iPads, game systems, and more. Always a popular promotion we have here as we get ready for the holiday season. That always brings a big crowd out. You never know what you're going to get if you do get uh, if you get your name picked to or number picked to uh, get a prize from the Giving Tree. They're wrapped prizes, so all right, it's kind of a mystery until you open it up. Right. All right, all right. Yeah. Good, good stuff. We're out of time for Ty Ellis, Dave Robin. I'm Stan Salter. Hope to see you here at Laura Park this weekend.